welcome to the Pub Evil Podcast. I'm Gary. Proper Brian here. All right. Well, it's finally come down to this, Proper Brian. We've ditched the other guys. They still think we're recording across town. <laughs> and you and myself are going to spar off on opposite ends of the spectrum about what's more important, theme or mechanics. Two gamers enter, both leave. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Seriously, though, our, our thoughts are probably gel a bit more over the other. Yeah, so I, I think it's real interesting. I, th- I feel like it, it's kind of seemed that you're on one end and I'm on the other, and then it's going to be interesting to see how how maybe those two things uh, end up coming together. So Yeah, I, I, I don't think the gulf is between theme and mechanics is quite as – as deep as a lot of people make it out to be, or as we may have uh, in the past there. But before we get started talking about theme, uh, I believe you want to make a kind of an important note about the difference between theme and narrative, correct? Sure, yeah. So, um, and I, I honestly, I think that I sit on the side of, I if I'm going to appreciate something about a game, it's the narrative of the game. And so the narrative of the, let me, I guess, let me start with the theme. The theme of the game is kind of what the game is about. It tells you like who you are, where you are, when you are, those, that's kind of like the themes that the things that go into the theme. Um, it informs you of, of the role you're taking in the game. Whereas the narrative is like the story arc, the game uh, takes place, you know, within that theme. So I think it's an important distinction because for me, the theme's important to me, but the narrative arc of the game is uh, one of the things I really, really value in a game. Okay, so that's, that's I guess, maybe equally important for you as well, right? Or, or close to that. Yeah, I, I would say the narrative arc of the game, if I'm going to value on, like, if I'm going to, like, weigh in on that side, like, the narrative value arc of the game is more important to me than than just the theme. But okay. the theme plays into that, obviously, well, because... The arc kind of... The, the, the arc, not the arc kind of draws you into that theme, correct? Like, it, it, they're tied together. Yeah, so, like, if you think about... Uh, let's just take, like, Imperial Assault or something okay. like that. Yeah. And and you say, that's the, the theme is Star Wars, so it tells you kind of where you are. You're in a galaxy far, far away. You know that the Force is there. You know that Stormtroopers are there. You know that uh, the evil Empire is there and that uh, the Rebels are there. So that kind of informs you of what's happening. But then the arc, you know, the story of that game can be whatever, you know, the, the mission okay. or whatever the, the, the story arc of that uh, campaign is. You know, it's like, we found so-and-so, and we went here, and they told us this bit of information, and, and we discovered that this guy's really a bad guy. And, you know, so, like, like those kind of things. Okay. So you, generally the storytelling aspect of a game or the, the capacity for there to be some story. So, I mean, so, so why, what, what draws you to those games? Why, why do you often feel that that narrative element or the arc of a game makes a game superior? So I think my number one reason is that those experiences are my most memorable gaming experiences. So when whenever I whenever I've come away from a game, we'll use some examples here just to kind of nail this down a yeah, little bit. Give us a few examples. So uh, legacy games fall into this for me because you're playing. It, it's not just a one game narrative arc. You're having this multiple game storytelling that's kind of happening. And so like Risk Legacy, for example, was the first one that I played, and uh, it kind of. So if you get to play that with, you know, over multiple games with the same group of people, you end up, you know, with this really interesting story of here's what happened to our world. You know, uh, all these nukes were dropped on this country and, it, and, and so now that country is, uh, you know, rendered useless for the rest of the game. And, uh, and point is, it's like 
I rem like that was years ago that I played that, but I remember those games. I remember that experience. Whereas something that is uh, kind of m mechanically challenging, you know, like uh, a game um, that you kind of you know you apply a lot of brain and math to as you're playing it. I, I like those games, and I I I really do, um, and I really appreciate the what mechanics can add to that, but. I don't remember those. You know, I remember I remember playing the game. I don't remember what happened. It's not something that we sit around afterwards and go, hey, you remember that time such and such happened? Okay. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I actually get where you're coming from on that. Although I, I will have a counterpoint to that. I can think of times in which I've played a game. Mechanically, it was so cool and so many levers. And I flipped the switch here and pulled the lever there. And I could kind of, especially that first play where you start seeing, like maybe the first third of the game, you have no idea what's going on. And then that middle third, you start realizing, oh, I can do this, I can do that. All this connects. And so I can think of a few experiences I've had where that has stuck with me. I've played a game and just, just wow, like mechanically, I was blown away. And yeah, did the theme maybe, maybe bring me in? Yeah, but... I remember that game more for the fact that mechanically it just maybe turned my brain into a pretzel, right? And and I enjoyed that. What's one of those games though? Like what what do you like? What's a, a memory that you have like that? Okay, um, and this game's not even I wouldn't even call it necessarily that brain burning a game, but think of Concordia. Okay, Concordia, you're, it's a generic trading in the Mediterranean. You you could trade on the moon. You could trade in in the I don't know. You could you could reskin reskin that, retheme that game, whatever you wanted. I'm not tied to trading in the Mediterranean on that game. I just like what I'm doing, and all the levers and little switches I'm flipping in that game. So, and, and there, there you go. It's it's not like it's a huge, really crunchy game. It's a nice medium weight game, but there's a game that I care for the mechanics in the game, the theme. I don't feel like I'm a you know, I'm the <laughs> Pax Romana period. And I'm a I'm a wealthy merchant. I you know it's just a thin skin that kind of goes on the top. It's a veneer, mm -hmm. if you will. And I don't I'm I'm okay with that because the mechanics of Concordia are so good. I'll play that game any day. Okay, so um, I've told you one of my one of the things that draws me to the theme or narrative uh, of a game. But what about you? What so on your side? What what's something that draws you into uh, the the mechanical first? type of games okay so um and here i'll throw out another game so something like castles of burgundy okay people joke with that game about that game all the time that essentially that theme is just pasted on and i would agree but i i've had multiple plays of that game i, I really enjoy it i actually want i like that you can flip the boards over you've got a, a variant side and you can also I think i've gotten a couple of the extra boards and there's many more i'd like to get but that game I just enjoy the mechanics of the game so much. And I remember the first time I played it, I remember dumping out the box. I was like, oh, my gosh, all these pieces this is going to be horrible. And then you end up playing it, and it's not nearly as complex as it, it sounds. It looks and sounds like it's going to be a little bit more complex than it is. It ends up being a fairly lightweight game in the long run. But it's got so many cool decisions. Really, you're just putting hexes on the map. I mean, it, again, it doesn't matter. I could be putting hexes on the moon or or hexes on, you know, Wild Wild West, you know, I, I, I in, in a farm. Like I, I almost I almost don't care what I'm doing. I just love I like that game so much. I love it. It's it's a classic game for me. 
Well, that's one that I need you to teach me sometime. It's sitting on my oh, shelf, and I haven't played it. And that's that's one of the reasons I haven't played it, I feel like, is <laughs> I've gotten that game out, I've read the rules, and there's uh, as much as I know that there's a good game there, it's not like calling to me and and saying, Brian, come come get me out and play the game that is like so yeah it's just not doing that for me and here's where i guess i'll have to concede a point to you i do think where themes can be good is it can kind of draw you in a little bit like that star wars game you want to play that star wars game because it's star wars you know you i, I want to recreate the original trilogy or this or that or, or i want to create my own adventures like you would with imperial assault so i, I get that and i get that's why a game like Castles of Burgundy on its face doesn't necessarily have the appeal. You have to play it first. And I guess that's, you know, one thing that can be a downside. Okay. Sometimes these games, the theme doesn't draw you in. And until you understand the mechanic, you may not be drawn in at first, but once you get a few turns in a few rounds in that game, you're, I've never played with someone who turned around and said, you know, I don't want to play this game again. Cause I don't feel like I'm really a, you know, a medieval prince. Oh man. And I've experienced that too. Like, I mean, there's lots of games that I've played that are, um, not what I would call a theme first type of game. And, uh, like they do exactly what you said. Like you get a few turns in and your brain starts turning and it's like, I'm excited to play that game at that point. But before that, what's, you know, what's making me excited? I don't know. So while we're talking about these games, and I know you love thematic games, you love Dominion, but Dominion to me has hmm. no theme. I so mean, I don't, I don't feel like I'm building up my town or kingdom or whatever. So as a guy who who professes to love thematic games, why do you you tell me why you like Dominion so much? So this is the point in the conversation where we where we start to uh, move closer to the middle because as much as like. I love like a good thematic narrative game. Like if a game is just solid fun mechanics, I'll play it all day long. It doesn't matter. Um and but but uh, I guess on the flip side of that in Dominion, I look for the little thematic elements in it that make it uh, interesting and a good example of that is I've I've always thought that the bureaucrat card was kind of a, a funny card because um what it does is so I might get this a little wrong, but basically uh, it makes the other players discard money, and then I get a money and I put it on top of my deck. So uh, that's very much a, a thing that I could see a bureaucrat doing. It's like it's like here I'm going to hurt you and help me at the same time. So that was one of those things that I always got a chuckle out of, even though it's not a highly thematic game. But I still look for those little tidbits in games that make me uh, I don't know, it just makes me enjoy more. I guess maybe you can find those in there. I'll bring you up another game that I really like mechanically. And and I'll say we're this is an example of a game with kind of a weak theme that I think helps it. So Lords of Waterdeep, okay? Dungeons and Dragons themed game in the the iconic city of Waterdeep. But if if I didn't tell you that's where it was, like most people when you get to playing that game, they don't care. I just need an orange cube. I need a purple cube. Yeah. You know, they're fulfilling recipes. So I've played that game with people that wouldn't could care less about Dungeons and Dragons. In fact, I played that game with people who the theme probably turned them off. But I said, Hey, just listen to the game, listen to the rules explanation, they'll take five minutes and then we'll jump in. All you're really doing is fulfilling recipes, you know. 
you don't have to worry about all the Dungeons and Dragons or geeky stuff. And then, like, five to ten minutes later, they're really enjoying the game. They end up winning. And they're like, hey, where can I get this game? Or can we play it again? Can I borrow your copy? I'm coming back into town next week. You know, <laughs> there, So there's a game where, again, mechanically, it actually works in its favor. Not, not that it's a bad theme. I like the theme. I don't mind the Dungeons & Dragons theme. And again, I'm a board gamer, right? I mean, that game is basically made for people like me, okay? But I feel like because the game's mechanics far outshine its theme, that that's actually a good thing in this game's case. That the game is so good mechanically, I could share it with people who don't really care about warriors and, and uh, priests and wizards and assassins. They, they just want orange cubes and white cubes to f- put on their little card, right? Oh, no, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I feel like that's one of those games that actually has a disconnect between the theme and the mechanics. It's like, yeah, like I'm sending my agent out to collect cubes. And so it doesn't really tie into the theme heavily, which is fine. It's a Lords of Waterdeep is one of my favorite worker placement games just because it's so, uh, it personifies that, that mechanism so well. For me, it's an iconic worker placement game. And like, I, if I can teach you Lords of Waterdeep, you'll have a leg up in playing any other worker placement game. Most yeah. any other game I yeah. try to teach you. I will say, if you want to talk about theme, the expansion does add a little bit more theme with the the uh, corruption and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like maybe maybe that, that was part of why they did that. Like, hey, we got to interject a little bit more theme in this. But I don't feel like that's a negative for that game. It's still high up. Like, if we were to do our top 50 right now, it's going to be in there. You know, I like the game. So for me, I guess... While I while I, I do, of course, I mean, who doesn't like theme? I just feel like the game has to have the mechanics first, and then if the theme there theme is there, that's a whole other level for me. Okay, now I can really get into it. But if the theme's great and the mechanics aren't there, I'm out the door. Sorry, I just I I'll play it that one time and I I probably won't want to touch it again. Sure. Well, actually, I, I'm kind of in <laughs> I'm kind of in that same boat. It's like do we actually agree? Yeah. No, if, if the if if it's not a good mechanically, like I don't want to play something that feels like I think we called it like when we reviewed Scythe, it's like this is not a Frankenstein game. So in other words, it's not just a bunch of parts that come together that you that you hope they work well. It's like it works really well together, which we can talk about that game in a little bit. But so I, I really appreciate a game that that is mechanically sound, you know. But so let me bring up another reason that I enjoy uh a game with a good theme is that uh, they are in some ways, I'm not going to say in every way, um, easier to teach because they have that theme to anchor into. And especially if the mechanics are, are, you know, are hooked into that theme. Well, it's real easy to tell someone, Hey, you're doing this because of what's going on in the theme. It's like um, when, when someone plays Star Wars Rebellion, for example, and they know Star Wars, it's very easy to teach that game because you know who the characters are. Like, you know who, you know what's happening in the story. You know what you're doing. Yeah, there's Obviously, there's some uh, some things that you have to learn, but it's real easy to, to latch onto those things yeah. and, and, get, and, and get them. There's an intuitive element to it that, hey, I've seen the movies, sure. the books, comics, whatnot, cartoons. Now, I'll... I'll, I'll latch on to something. Something in that theme will help. And I know we've talked about this in teaching games. I will. I gotta concede this: theme can help in the teaching quite a bit. So a game that I was just gonna 
kind of bring up as the is the opposite of that is something like twa. Number one, it's a very generic, uh, you know, uh, uh, medieval. Don't tell just year. Brian that. Hey, he can he'll, he'll listen later. Um, <laughs> it's a very it's it's a kind of generic medieval theme. But but the but the mechanisms are these are dice that have really no connection. Like you're just using the dice with no real connection to what's happening in the game. It just happens to be the math that work that the game runs on. And so, like games like that, it takes at least me anyway. I'm I'm not saying I'm a I'm the brightest. Uh, I'm not the brightest cookie in the jar, or however that goes. Um, <laughs> uh, it takes me a while to get those games, you know. And to really and and to go oh, okay, I I get why I'm doing this now, you know. So like it, it's nice when a game uh, gives you those narrative or, or thematic hooks to 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 sink your teeth into and to know what's going on. And I get that, and I think it's a good point to kind of mention that. Ultimately, I think what we probably both would would appreciate the most, and I think most gamers will appreciate the most, is a game that has both. Oh, absolutely. You know, so. I'm thinking about a game. I'm just going to go ahead and throw a game out that I know we both like. Anachrony. Okay? It's on my list. We were going to talk about it. Yeah. List. I figured I'd, you know, I hope I didn't beat you to the punch there. But I was actually thinking about that game ever since we talked about this this topic. That game's been on my mind because it checked both boxes for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time, it was just a two-player game, but you and I were playing. I still talk about how I was able to, like, use my my, my cloning machine to like borrow a scientist and then clone multiple copies of them. So when I had to pay one back, I'd already made like three more engineers. And I thought that was so cool. And, you know, we were joking about it and having fun. And that, that moment was mechanically amazing and stored, you know, from a narrative point and a thematic point that made me remember that game. Yeah. I mean, I, I will, you, if you bring an acrony to the table, I'm not saying no, I like that game. So, Yes, 100% yes. And then the like the time we played it with just Brian and we were talking about like like dehydrating guys for their water, you know, because yeah. you have those those different buildings that do that. And it was just kind of a funny conversation to have. It's like, "Oh, I'm sending you in there and out pops some water." And yeah. <laughs> like don't but, get too attached to the new guy, you know. Because of the way the but like you said, the 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 theme and the mechanism of that like just kind of held hands very nicely. Well, do you have any? I kind of stole one of your games. Do you have any games that you want to recommend? No. So, um, so now we're getting kind of towards the middle, and I think honestly, this is my sweet spot. Like, I love it when I can play a game that I really enjoy the theme of it, and it sings mechanically. Like, Anachrony is a great example of that. Um, It's one of those that has a really interesting theme to me. It's it's time travel. Um, you have this story going on of like this uh, apocalypse that happened and then another one that's going to happen and you're trying to prepare for it. And so you have this uh, feeling of, of what's happening in the game. And But then at the same time, it's a worker placement game um, with these awesome minis and a great looking board and all this stuff going, you know, going for it that kind of supports both both sides of the equation. And that's honestly, that's my sweet spot. Like a game that can do that um, so another one that one of the first uh, that I found that did this, or well, it's not the first, but one of the first that I was like, oh wow, that right there is kind of prototypically what I want. It was Eclipse when that game came out. So I'm I'm a big 4X fan, which is typically 
on the theme end of the spectrum. It's you know it's these giant space battles. Or, oh yeah, uh, super fun. Um, but Eclipse did it in a way where you have this tight economy. Um, like so, you had that those that kind of Euro uh, uh, economy going on, um, and you had the uh, uh, the like the well, I guess mainly that economy. But then like you had your shipbuilding and you have your technology tree and you have all this stuff like like being stuck into this pot and stirred around. And then you have dice chunking combat, you know. Yeah. And um, I know for some people that like turned them off to it because they're like, oh, all these kind of these crunchy Euro mechanisms in there, but then dice combat. But for me, that was like the moment of like, ah, this is it. Yeah. This is what I want. It can be done, right? Yeah. You know, we can do this. I, I man, I, I think okay. So Eclipse is a great example. I think the the empire building aspect of that, your economy and your empire's resources, are actually a really nice little Euro game mechanics. Essentially, yeah. I mean, you could, you could divorce those mechanics from the theme, put those with another theme, maybe add a little to it, and you'd still love those mechanics. But you marry those with, you know, a really cool thematic and dice chunking uh combat system and i I remember playing that game and thinking like how who thought this up to be that fun and kind of combine two things that i really liked Mm -hmm. i didn't know i could like them together basically yeah that game did for me yeah and that's one of the things that it kind of opened my eyes to is this middle ground of of uh you know, both. <laughs> yeah, I can have both, and I and so I didn't have to like I didn't have to settle for kind of clunky mechanically, but really thematically rich games, and or you know really mechanically rich, but kind of pasted on theme games. It's like that. It really kind of melded the two in my mind. I think, and I'll I'll say just kind of jumping back a little bit, and you made a good point about. I think that's why I sometimes get frustrated with. I hear people like theme, 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 because I see so many games, and I know like probably gonna a lot of people will hate me now, but I see some like like all these cool Kickstarter games that have amazing theme, and amazing minis, and amazing thematic elements, and I mean you're essentially playing with some amazingly cool toys on the table, right? But I look at the mechanics, and it's just not original. You know, it's unoriginal, or it's clunky. I look at it and think that's going to take two hours to play a scenario. They say it's going to take 60 minutes. And so I find that it's not that I don't like theme. I'm drawn to some cool themes. I just, I want those mechanics to, to lift up the theme. I want those mechanics to, to make the game better. I don't want to be playing in a cool world, but then realize, and I've done this before. I've gone like halfway through a game and realize I don't like this game, but I love the theme or I love mm-hmm part of it i love what i'm doing i love the people i'm playing with and that's the only reason why i'm going to make it through this two-hour <laughs> session because i'm having fun and we love the theme we're quoting this or that movie but mechanically there's really nothing special about the game yeah. and so to me i guess it's where i don't want to get to that other extreme so maybe that's why i kind of I, I i back off and go a little bit more towards mechanics first and then we'll add theme in mm-hmm. because i've kind of had those experiences and and so i, I just but when you talk about eclipse I just it just made me think that's where that was just, for me just like revolutionary like okay this game does both so well yeah so I really enjoy it let's talk about one more, another one real quick that I think we can both maybe both agree on that's Scythe so and I don't I mean I know I don't know if you've played it all, as much as I have enough. and yeah maybe I should be ashamed to admit that I haven't played <laughs> it enough 
Well, well, tell me about a little bit why, why you think about scythe in this. Well, it's another. So, I think I said it earlier. I'm kind of a sucker for a 4x game. Um, I really enjoy that. Uh, all of the different qualities that kind of brings into a game, and so uh, it's another one that I I remember when the game was announced and. Uh, it, it didn't quite do this when it was released, but it, it, basically the way it was described was a 4X game that's also a worker placement game. So a 4X worker placement game. I was like, count me in. Yeah. And the Kickstarter came and I backed it. And um, it's it has some worker placement elements to it, but it's not exactly a worker placement game. Yeah. But it still has uh, those um, kind of this uh, engine building um, uh worker you know manipulation kind of feel to it on the back of a 4x game that's you know you're trying to move into this area and conquer it and or and uh take resources away from your opponents to uh anyway it it's one of those that combined it in a way that i really enjoy i'll say this about side i have not played it enough to make a really good judgment it seems like every time i'm I'm trying to schedule to play it or we're going to play it or i'm going to play it with someone else outside of our group, something comes up. But for me, and this may be um, a really unpopular opinion, and that's okay, I am not yet, the couple times I've played it, I'm not sold that the mechanics devoid of the theme are enough to keep me. The theme, it oozes theme. I love the theme. I love the production of the game. I just don't know that it's got enough there for me mechanically or no, that, it, that it comes together enough. Now, I'm not going to say I don't like Scythe because I actually I've, en- I've enjoyed it. But I also think maybe, and this is a completely different subject for another day, but maybe my expectations for what I was going to get out of Scythe were not in line with the reality. And so I just haven't, haven't found a happy place for those two things to meet yet. But... I get where you're coming from. The theme is amazing, and I and it does have some cool gameplay mechanics and cool gameplay me- mechanisms. I just feel like I need to play it with you guys who love it one or two more times and like see if maybe I, I, something finally snaps and I get it. Because as it is, I like it, but I want to love it. Is if that makes sense? Sure. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, I, I, it's my my expectation. I'm like I should love this game. You know, by all means. When I read everything that's in it, I'm like, I, I love the idea of this game, but I have yet to really, I guess, fall in love with it, if that sounds silly. But, you know, like I, I, I like the idea of – I love the idea of Scythe, but haven't yet kind of made peace with the actual reality of it, I guess. So let's talk about one more game real quick um, that I know you'll be excited to talk about, and right. you'll be excited to hear me uh, ascribe a, 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 a thematic element to it, and that's Agricola. Oh. Okay. So here's the deal. So Agricola is very much. I mean, normally it's it's thought of as a a very uh, like you know crunchy Euro you know uh, mechanics first game, but I submit that it's a very thematic game um, because uh, I mean the the theme of the game is you're a farmer, right? Yeah. You know, trying to trying to make ends meet with your family and. You very, very much feel that in that game. You're on the verge of starving, though. Like, game. Yeah. like, and then it has uh, mechanical elements, you know, like the animal breeding or the crop reproducing or the, you know, all that stuff. It when when you do it, 
it feels like that's what you're doing. It's like, I'm planting crops and I'm going to harvest them later. And I'm, uh, exactly. I'm breeding animals to, to get new animals and I'm making bread to feed my family. And so as much as it is a very mechanics type of game, those mechanics hook so well into the theme that it is, in my opinion, a very thematic experience. Yeah, I've, I've heard people say this game doesn't have much theme and I, I, I kind of wonder like, you know, normally when people say that, I, I kind of get why they're saying that about a game. But I'm I actually, okay, we're going to agree 100% on this one. I feel like I know why I'm doing what I'm doing in that game. I'm, I'm, I'm planting crops because I need to harvest those later, right? And I need that wheat later to bake bread, to feed my family that I'm hoping to increase in size so that I can become more efficient, right? So everything you're doing in that game makes sense within the theme. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's still my number one game. I was thinking about this game the other day. I played it um, just a two-player with my wife, and I realized I still really love Agricola. It'll If it's not my number one, it's still going to be on my probably top three or top five for many, many years to come, I believe, because it just sits at a sweet spot for me. Uh, it sits at this nice intersection of theme and mechanics, and, and the theme's not – as strong, yes. I mean, I think it's it's mechanics for more, but that theme really reinforces and props up those mechanics. And when you're teaching it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, why am I doing this? Well, because you have to plant crops, right? You have to plow a field. You got to put some weed in there. Yeah, here's your vegetables. You're, yeah. you're 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 planting them so that you can reap them later. Oh, then that, oh, harvest time is really literally harvest time. I, right. I get, and then there's the animal husbandry element of that. And um, yeah, so yeah, you're not going to find any disagreement from me there. I I think. If nothing else on this list, Agricola is one game where I think you and I can find some some good harmony there. And that, no, that and we both love that game. I feel like some people define like a thematic game as something that uh, uh, has like science fiction or fantasy theme to it. And to me, that's not really what it is. It's when the mechanics and the theme work well together mm-hmm. and they kind of they, they kind of support each other. And so uh, and that's really what I'm going for, I think, is is where those. Uh, those mechanics and the theme. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Give me a Star Wars game and like Star Wars Rebellion. Love yeah. it. Um, I will play it any day. But I also feel like the mechanics in that game are strong and support that theme. I would agree. Um, uh, but uh, give me a game like Agricola where I feel like you know, you know, I feel that pressure of I got to feed my family, and uh, these are the ways that I that I go about doing that. And I have very limited resources, and I have to. Uh, really, really consider what I'm doing with my time, and man, I mean, I, I don't know. It it feels good. It feels it feels like what it's trying to do. So we seem to be at odds a lot, but I, I really do think think what we we ultimately want is the same thing. I think it's just maybe where our focus on is initially. You want to. It seems like to me like you want that theme to draw you in. I kind of want the mechanics to draw me in, but where you ultimately want to end up is where there's a nice, happy medium, right? Yeah. Where, where I, I I like this game. And I'll say that some of my favorite heroes have good theme. I mean, and that's part of why, like, that, for me, that's like the icing on the cake. Like, the makes it, takes a good game and makes it a great game is, oh, it's got theme. I feel like I'm doing what I, what it says on the box, you know. I, we're not really that far off. No, I, I think what, so I think a good way to say it is, like, if I'm in a game store and I'm shopping for a game, I'm going to be drawn to some of those themes first. And, but I'm not going to buy it if it does if it's not mechanically yeah. supported. I think on the opposite end, you're you're in there looking for 
okay, what mechanics does this game have? Yeah. And then if it can top a theme on that, then then more power to it. And that's that's just bonus for you. <laughs> I actually literally go in the game store and pick. I'm like, I'm in the mood for a worker placement game, or I'm in the mood for a set collection game. Right. I'm looking. If I don't already know what it is on BGG, I'll pick up the box. And I'm like, mechanics, mechanics. Oh, okay. Oh, oh and by the way, I'm running yeah. a restaurant. That's, that's cool exactly too. right. See, <laughs> I, I go in there. And I'll happen to look, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, the theme's cool, but, like, I want a list. I want a deck builder. Okay, well, there's a deck. So I, right. I think it's funny. But we might end up buying the same game that day. Right, right but, like, so when I get a, on BGG or something, I'm looking for a game. I'm like, oh, let me look up 4X games, or let me look up science fiction games, that, or, you know, things like that that just naturally kind of draw me into them. Anyway, I just think that's interesting that that's really kind of our dividing line is kind of where we start. Yeah. It's not necessarily where we, where we finish. Where we finish is basically in the same spot. And I think that's probably the same way for um, a lot of gamers is, I mean, ultimately, we all want to play something that's fun, that has a theme. We, and theme is a big part of that. But we also want to have something that's challenging, right? If it's not challenging, it doesn't make me want to come back to it. Why am I going to buy it? Why am I going to play it? Why am I going to keep it? Why is it going to find a place on my shelf? So I think maybe maybe that's that's a good kind of place to kind of end this discussion up. You, know, that, that we you mean we're going to we're gonna end agreeing? Yeah, I think we're going to end agreeing, which I, I was hoping like um, – there would be like uh, a fight outside and a burning copy of Hanabi somewhere <laughs> involved what in this. Oh, well, <laughs> Hanabi's another Hanabi. episode. Yeah, that's another yeah, episode. Yeah, it was another episode. I'm sorry I brought it up. We were like getting along right now. Mm. Now now I'm going to get like the evil eye. Mad dog me across mm. the table here. Yeah, we'll talk later. So I think you made a – that was just a really interesting point you made that really we're, we may start – Kind of, there may be a little bit of a divide where we start, but ultimately we're going to end up kind of in that same place. Um, and man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we actually uh, ditched the other dudes across town and had yeah, this I hope they, tonight. I hope they realize we're not showing up now. Oh, uh, we'll let them sit for another another hour or so, and then we'll, we'll text them and let them. <laughs> hey, we already recorded. <laughs> well, um, yeah, and hopefully we can we can do some more of these micro brews where we get a couple of us to kind of come in and talk about some topics. Um, and man, you know. You listeners out there, if you have a topic suggestion for either a microbrew or one of our uh, main main uh, episodes, uh, shoot us an email at pubmeeple at gmail.com. And uh, we can all, all our, as always, all our content can be found at uh, www.pubmeeple.com. We're on YouTube and Instagram and, uh, and Twitter. Uh, just uh, search for pubmeeple. We're and, everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. <laughs> well, Brian, thank you. And uh, everyone. So we'll see you next episode. Yeah, man, this was a blast. Yeah. I guess maybe maybe we ought to call him. Yeah. All right. I think we should. Okay. Let me get my phone. Call.